Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode of Friendshipping is sponsored by Backblaze, everyone's favorite ad. <coughs> Get unlimited computer backup for Macs or PCs for just $6 a month. Backup documents, music, photos, videos, drawings, podcasts, projects, all of your data. You can restore files anywhere you have internet, and even if you are off the grid, you can overnight a hard drive to you with your backup on it. Over 40 billion files have been restored. Get yourself a free, fully featured trial at backblaze.com cpc. Please make sure you visit backblaze.com cpc so they know where you came from and continue to support the show. Go there, play with it, start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Start today. One take, baby. That was awesome. Wow. 40 billion. Woo! Warhammer 40 billion. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is Friendshipping. Friendshipping. And the theme this week is... They just don't like you. They sometimes people won't. Oh, it sucks. Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Jen. Oh, here we are again. God damn it. Oh, we, there's, <laughs> we're having, we're both <coughs> so Excuse emotional. Me. I need a cough uh, button, but we don't have one. So listeners just going to enjoy my death rattle on their ears. Oh my goodness, Trin. It has been a long time since we recorded an Ugh. episode where we're both in bad moods. We were, we're both like, so it's the holidays. Yeah. It's more than a bad mood. It's yeah. just like a cloud of anxiety. We're, we're struggling. This is I, not a happy room to be in today. No, it's not. Uh, Jen, I need, I don't know how to carry on. I, I actually stopped and I got myself a fancy coffee. That's how bad oh. I was doing. I only get myself fancy coffee when I like need sugar and fat to make me feel better. What kind of, what did you get? I got, oh, an oat milk, honey. Whoa. Jesus Christ. It's <laughs> <laughs> just my husband texting me a horrifying self emoji. Look at this. This is Let supposed to be Connell. Oh my God, that's amazing. I don't it looks like, like it. someone that would take a kid off a playground. What? Yes. First of all, yes. Second of all, uh, I hate that Apple is pushing us to like make emojis of ourselves and use those emojis. Yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to do that. Apple doesn't need to know what I look like. Yeah, I don't think so. Not They're even an emoji a very full file on me. Yeah. Ugh. To the Apple employee listening to this. Hello. You don't need any more of our data. I just, I don't like it. And I'm angry about everything, Jen. I know. I know. I'm just a little dark green cloud. Aww, Have you ever heard that song? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, you're so cute. I'm That's so me. sad and sweaty. I'm Eeyore. Man, how do we banter when we're both feeling pretty dark? I have a, a short, fun story from this oh, morning. Oh, please. So, context. Uh, so, I am really bad Okay, hold on, let me back it up. So far, I don't like this story because you're being mean to my friend, Trin. I'm not being, okay, so uh, how about this? I'm going to rephrase it. There are many things I'm good at. Oh. There are some things that I'm not good at yet. Because you're a human being. I'm a human being. And one of them is, despite the fact that I identify as non-binary, I'm very bad with they, them pronouns. And that's not an excuse. I am really trying hard to get better. I think I told you all, like, I wear a rubber band and I slap myself whenever I get it wrong. Like, you are poor at using they them for other people yes got it and when i misgender people in my head i'll slap myself you know and like i'll, I'll try but when i'm tired or stressed out or in a stressful situation it is much harder for me and i'm you know I, some some people are good at it some people are bad at it i think i don't know I, and it's not an excuse but this morning 
So I'm starting a podcast with my friend Billy, as I mentioned before, is this what people do? And we're actually recording tomorrow, which I'm excited I'm really about. excited for the show. I am too. Can we do a quick tangent where you explain the concept? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, Pause we, real quick. Go ahead. Me and my buddy Billy, Bill R. Bullock, B-U-L-L-O-C-K on Twitter, if you want to follow them, are doing a show that we're going to talk about like the weird and quirky things that people do in their lives that maybe other people don't and you don't really know for sure. Yeah. And like, because it's never come up in conversation or you never seen anyone do it. Like, do you take off all your clothes to go number two? Right. Do you stand up to wipe at the very end of your number two? <laughs> do you look in the toilet? A lot of these are toilet related. So, so we're going to do categories and one of them is butts and pooping. And get a lot of mileage out of that. <laughs> I know, right? We're really stoked about the idea. And Billy is they them. And I have known Billy since we were literal children. And it's not hard for me to know that Billy is non-binary. It's Mm -hmm. not hard for me to understand and know that people are non-binary. But for some reason, I will slip up. So today, I was thinking about Billy and I messed up their pronouns in my head. And so I did the rubber band. And then I was like starting chanting them. Them, 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 them. And then I was like, wait a minute. I the tiger? Them, 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 them. Billy. No, that's <laughs> another one bites the dust. That's what it is. My queen. Queen comes through for me once again. Uh, and so I've been uh, singing that song in my head every time I see a non-binary person that I know. Like at like the second I see that, I'm like, Alex, them, 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 the, 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 them, the, them, Alex, every single time. And it makes me feel exactly. Jen's kind of dancing and clapping and going with it. This is exactly what we needed. This is like we needed Freddie. Yeah, of course. I like living in your head a little bit. I know. I know you you would tell me that that's like a sad, unhappy place to be. But I love (laughs) I love Trend Brain. Thank you. I love Trend Brain that comes up with songs to help help her get better at they them pronouns. I am starting to learn to embrace and love my quirks, you know, and right. and uh, and I've been starting to be like, OK, that's a quirk that's not bad and wrong. Yeah. You know, and I know like, you know, quirky. So like, oh, she's adorable, you know, <laughs> uh, she's so she's so cute. She's twee. She's a little fairy girl. And like I and I, you know, I'm, <laughs> I never want or aim to be twee. But sometimes things that are twee come out of myself. And I, I just got to I mean, it. it's genuine. It's earnest. It's trend. It's Trib. Oh, Trib Gabolfano. That's how I'm in Alex's phone, I think oh, so. man, I can't laugh without coughing. I hope listeners are enjoying that. I feel oh, like... You poor dear. I know. Like, I'm not even that sick. It's just this death rattle won't go away. Well, I think that the death, death rattle came from you being sick. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. There's a... There's a there's a connection there. Like oddly though, like I don't I, I don't mean to like make you put you on the spot, but you're glowing. Your skin looks amazing. Oh, you're thank very you. like peaches and cream right thank now. Thank you. And here's why. Um it's because all I did for the last two days, all I've done is sleep. Oh. Because I've been I've been ill. Like I actually took a sick day on Monday and I don't usually take sick days because if I'm feeling unwell, I'll just work from home. Yeah. This was like a day where it's like absolutely not. I can't even I don't even have the like strength to open my computer. So I slept more than I was awake. Oh, and then Jen. yesterday, I last night I went to bed at like I took like a melatonin and went to bed at like ten, and uh, and I also haven't been drinking alcohol or coffee the past two days. I've just been drinking like water and airborne and and shit that is questionable if it works, but a lot of, a <laughs> it doesn't lot of, matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> and that's what it takes. You got to sleep eighteen hours. Okay. Don't enjoy life at all. Great. Stay in a room with a with a humidifier, that and then do. you will emerge with good skin. I, I if that's all it takes, it's not that much, really. You just can't live a normal life. You just have to put everything else in your life on hold. Yeah, you literally can't. Um, like you can't leave the house to Man. experience any weather. 
Skin during the winter is also such an awful. Oh, it's it's a disaster. I every time I step out of the shower, I coat myself in jojoba oil as though I am a salad. Like yeah, I just, like salad just, dressing. Just sprinkle it on. Rub I just it pour, in. I just pour ranch dressing over my head, like that, all Midwesterners. I was about to say that is extremely <laughs> the Midwest. <laughs> Everybody's itchy. Everyone's red and flaky. How's that? Oil working for you, the jojoba. Oh, I what's love it, it. What's it called? Jojoba, jo- the jojoba oil. I use coconut oil Ooh. like three times a day on my hands because it's like just so dry. Mm-hmm. I mean, not now. Right now, I'm a glowing goddess. Yes, you are. Because I slept. I've again, I slept more than I've been awake the last two days. You look great. Which is going to be my routine for the winter, I guess. It's I'm, like high, you, I'm going like a bear. I'm you went into a cocoon. Yeah, for- I'm going to plug my butt with leaves and sticks and stuff. Yes. and just fully hibernate. Yeah. Digest yourself and then reassemble yourself and come out of a cocoon of I don't think that's too much to ask. No. <laughs> Should we, Should do, we do a question? Can yeah. you read it? I don't want to cough through it. Oh, it's so sweetie. embarrassing. I will read it, and um, but I must say that I demand that you read the next question. Oh, we'll do. The next, yeah, next, yeah week. next week when I'm healthy and my skin's bad again. Hi, Jen and Trin. Hello. Several years ago, I had not grown up in some important ways. A friend. She, her, at the time, cut me out of her life harshly and suddenly without letting me know that something I was doing was hurtful to her. That is, of course, her prerogative. It was painful, but we both moved on, I thought. Fast forward to now. A mutual musician friend starts a Discord for her Patreon, and there are only four people very active in it right now. Me, the ex-friend, another person, and a mutual friend. Apparently, the ex-friend that I hurt before blocked me. This is awkward because Discord still shows me her messages. I just can't react to them. She's one of the most active in conversation right now, and I know that when I reply, she'll just see it as a blocked message. It bugs me that she's treating me like I am the same person I was back then. But also, she has no reason to think I'm not because she just nopes out. How do I move past this and still participate in conversation where one of the most active participants has chosen to be unable to see my replies? How do I let go of the feeling of unfairness that she has decided that I'm clearly this terrible, toxic person? I'd love to just be able to not care about this, but I find myself struggling. Thanks, not the same person. She, her. Ooh, we're going we're gonna to go through a lot of layers of this. Yes. And I don't want the asker of this question to hear our first response and be like, they don't get it and hang up. Because we do. We do get it. I know how much it sucks when someone has the wrong impression of you. Yes. Um, but the first thing we have to address here is you actually are the same person. Yes. Right? Right, yeah, Trin? Yes. You were the one who made the mistake. And you know this because you've grown from making the mistake. So you have this consequence of maturation, which you have accepted and you are like, this is me now. But you couldn't have got there if you weren't shitty before. Yes. Oh, man. Yeah. This is like an important part of your history, you know? Yeah. Like you said, I'm not the same person. Like that's how you signed off your question. But I feel like that might be you trying to convince either yourself or us or other people that, um, that you're worthy of this ended friendship returning. Like you are worthy of this blocked person's friendship. But you don't need it. You are worthy of other friendships. You have changed significantly. You have matured and grown. But you are still like yourself. You are not a a droid that has been totally rebooted. You are your own experiences and mistakes. And you are also your own triumphs. Like you, there's a triumph in here hidden that I don't know that you're acknowledging well enough. Give yourself some credit. You have grown. Absolutely. Your history and the choices that you make over time are 100% 
part of who you are. And that doesn't mean you have to keep flagellating yourself over your mistakes. It doesn't mean you have to dwell on them. And I hope that in time you will be able to let go of that of that mistake and you will let go of allowing this person to inform your self-image. I feel like that's kind of what's happening here. Agreed. Is that uh, it, it hurts when somebody doesn't like you just to know that someone out there has the wrong opinion of you. And you said in the question, like, I, I wish I could let this go, but I can't. It's really going to be hard. It's yeah. going to be a lot of work. And it sucks, but you do have to deal with it. You haven't said anything like, I want to contact this person. I want to convince them. I want to get around the way they blocked me. That's wonderful. Because we have received emails from people before that are like, this friend blocked me on Facebook. How can I get them to unblock me? Yeah. No, you don't bypass someone's clear clear choice not to interact with you on this channel. You, yeah. don't, you don't do that. So you're already off to a good start here. Yeah. But you do have internal work to do. And one thing you might want to do is rewrite the question you wrote to us, because some of the language is really interesting to me. Let's start reframing this like, I made a mistake with this friend, or we both made mistakes and hurt each other, or admitting I was the toxic person in that friendship, but I've grown now, or acknowledge like I made a mistake and I wouldn't make that same mistake again. I examine my own behavior more closely now. Like give yourself some credit for the change that you've experienced. I just think that in general, it's going to be much less stressful for the both of you if you don't participate in the Discord channel. Oh, man. Yeah, we got to talk about the Discord channel because that to me is the open gate that is allowing all this anxiety to flood in. It sucks and feels unfair that you have to continue to feel these consequences years and years after the fact, years and years after you've learned your lesson. However, this person has made a choice, and that choice is they, don't, they just don't feel like dealing with you right now. I honestly don't think that they think to themselves, oh, this person is terrible and toxic. I really think that it's going to be a little more neutral in that, like, I just, I don't want to fucking deal I with mean, it. I mean, don't you have people like that in your life, listener? I yeah. certainly do. People are like, it's just, I don't want to address this. Yeah. There's so many other things going on, and I don't feel like getting into this long, drawn-out conversation. I want to just not think about it. Yeah. It's such I, a human, normal reaction. I agree. I, I think that sh- that she doesn't want to deal with it, and I and I I would love to know what it is that you feel like you're getting out of your participation in this very narrow Discord channel. I think that it may be, man, and I hate this because I know you don't want to leave the Discord channel because if that were an option uh, at the top of your head, you would have said it already. Right. But you would have said like, oh, I could just leave the channel. I want to convince you to leave the channel because all it will do is stress you out and make you think to yourself, oh, these blocked messages. I don't think you're getting anything of use out of this. Every time you see them talk and you are not able to respond because you're blocked, you are getting another, you're touching the wound. Mm-hmm. Right. You're getting another sting of rejection, of failure, of I'm different now, of unfairness, of the injustice you're feeling. And I just don't think that's a healthy way to continue here. And I know you want to stay in the discord probably to support your friend. I, oh, think, it's, yeah. I think it's really cool that you're in this discord to support your musician friend's Patreon. That's awesome. But there's other ways to support your friend. You're already a member of their Patreon. Yes. And there's also other ways to talk to the people in the in the discord if you want to continue a friendship with them. I worry that you are putting too much responsibility on yourself for keeping this discord alive. Oh, good point. You mentioned that you are one of the few very active members, and I can only assume that you are because you want to support your musician friend so much. But this is not something that you can do. It's like if if uh, my buddy asked me for $100, but I was like $50 in debt, I would say, I can put you in touch with someone who can get you $100. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, but, you'd be like, I'd help you in another way. Yeah. You don't have $100. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You are not the person to take on this role. <laughs> if someone asked me to babysit their infant, 
I might say, that's not a good role for me, but I know some really amazing people that could do it. This just isn't the right job for you. Jen, community manager, Jen. Community yes. director of community, Jen. Yes. Uh, can you give maybe some tips on how to bow out gracefully from this Discord channel? Like maybe if they're, if the asker's presence, uh, loss of presence is felt, how, how would they talk about it? Oh, that? yeah, yeah. Um, so I would leave the Discord amicably, peacefully, without ruffling many feathers, just because nothing else makes sense. Yeah. Like if you were like, you know what, I'm blocked here. Fuck off, everybody. <laughs> it's not fair that I'm blocked. You know, you might feel that unfairness, but but what is fair, really? Everyone's everyone's acting within their right here. Yeah. You are allowed to be in this Discord, and this person is certainly allowed to block you. But that said, here's how I would leave the Discord chat. I would say, hey, you know what? I'm not going to open Discord for the next couple of weeks. Can we chat over here instead? Or, hey, guys, I'm going to uh, close this app for a while. Here's my number if you want to text me personally. Or let's start a new, let's start a group chat instead. Is that cool? Um, I need a break from this app. Most reasonable people will understand that you can't have so many apps open at once. I was invited to a Slack channel um, a couple months ago with like people I like in my industry. And I was like, oh, this is fun. And I was like, I participated for like a week. And then I completely forgot about it. I woke up the other morning and was like, oh my God, was that a dream? <laughs> I'm just like, it just evaporated on my mind. Like most people that are familiar with Patreon and Discord and chatting on these kind of apps will understand that like this isn't right for you right now and that's fine. Right, I, I, I agree. Anyone who leaves an app gets cheered on. If you take time off of Twitter, if you close down your Facebook account, you get a high five from us, okay? Because that's probably a really healthy choice. Yeah. Jen, I think what I'd like to do next is I would like to go through the question because we noticed a few like yellow flags. Yeah. Nothing that makes me feel like you're a monster, Asker. Uh, I, I I have to say, everybody is the hero in some stories and the monster in some stories. There are people who hate me out there who I wronged when I was 16, you know? Yeah. Like, and, and that, is, that is life. That is, that is reality. There's high school nemeses that I still like, oh, you know, like every now yeah. and again. And, and that is also life. And man, I, I, and I don't want to dismiss or talk down to your problems because this is real. It really hurts to suddenly remember that somebody has this bad opinion of you. But at the end of the day, their bad opinion of you absolutely does nothing to you. Yeah, it doesn't. All it does is infect your brain a little. Um, it's You're carrying a burden and the burden isn't going to go away, but we got to find a way for you to like carry this a little easier. Yeah. So first of all, several years ago, oh, we're going back into the question. Several years ago, I had not grown up in some important ways. What a really good way to say that, by the way. I think that you put a lot of responsibility on yourself for changing. Yeah. You, you put responsibility on yourself for making this mistake. And I think that that's really, really important and a strong way to start. And I want you to know that that same sentence could be said of almost everyone you know. Oh, yeah. I don't know anyone that is perfectly happy with every interaction they've ever had in their life. And, and if they have, they're lying. And several years from now, you will say, several years ago, I had not matured oh, in some God, important being ways. being a human is so hard. And you are going to continue to learn and you will continue to look back on your past self as though you made a ton of mistakes. It's just like when you start uh, drawing or you start playing guitar, you will look back on your early self and be like, wow, I was shitty back Ooh, then. Oh, that was embarrassing. Yeah. Ooh, I made a mistake. But if you never picked up the guitar, if you never started sketching, you would never become better at it. And you will always become better and better at being a friend the more you try at it. And it sounds like you are in a good position there. Another good point. You wrote, she blocked me. That is, of course, her prerogative. Well said. 
I think we should follow that line of thinking a little more, and I think you should mentally explore that. It is her prerogative to block you. Yes. Even though it hurts, it is her choice, her decision, her prerogative, just just as you have the decision-making power to leave this Discord chat, or maybe in the future block someone who harmed you. Right. It was painful, but we both moved on, I thought. Here's the thing about that. She has moved on, and what she has done to move on is to continue to put space between the two of you. I don't think there's any benefit to you guys reconnecting. And I want you to start seeing her blocking not as a continuous offense or a continuous hurt to you. It is just part of the process of moving on. Right. She made one decision to block you on this channel. And while it keeps hurting you every time you see those messages, it feels like a repeat offense, like you said, Sharon. That's a really good way of putting it. It's actually not. It's just saying, not now, or I'm stepping out of the room. This person doesn't want to be in the same room with you on the internet. And man, that is, here's some bleak news. She's not the only one, mm. but there's also so many people that do want to be in the room with you. So many more people so that want to be in the room people, with you. So many people, that number definitely outweighs the other number. Yeah, absolutely. As you grow and as you mature, you will make better friendships on better foundations. If you need to just leave this chapter of your life behind, that's okay. Yeah, we, we always applaud that. So let's skip forward to the next part that kind of like stood out to us. It bugs me that she's treating me like I'm the same person, but also she has no reason to think I'm not because she just noped out. We don't know that. I feel like I feel like your anxiety is filling in a lot of the blanks. I agree too. Yeah. And uh, man, my imagination does the same thing, especially late at night. Even if I'm sober, if it's late at night, like if it gets after 10 p.m., I swear my thoughts turn darker, especially in the winter. It's just like I have no room for. I, I just have I have only space for the bad shit. It's right. it's awful. Anyway, I feel like you're in a bad space here, too, because maybe she does know you've changed and she just doesn't want to deal with it. That's yeah. fine. She probably is a reasonable person. Maybe. I mean, she could be. awful. She could knows? be awful. Who knows? <laughs> but let's assume she's a reasonable person who's like, yeah, she's probably changed. We she made a mistake and hurt me, but we're all moving on. And we're all growing up. I still don't want to talk to her, but we're different now. It might be that simple. There are people who didn't hurt me at all, or and I never hurt them at all either, that I don't want to run into. Jen, oh my oh, God, yes. Jen, I got to tell you this. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. I ran into an old friend from high school, and we had a really like, a complicated relationship, like our brothers were friends and stuff like that. And, but like, not, it's not weird. We, we didn't have any like, beef. We never like, had like, a breakup or whatever. But holy shit, I'm walking through my neighborhood like a spy. Like I put on oh, like- a, they live by you? They live by me. I saw them- Every day, three days in a row at no, different places. Oh no. I know. I saw them at my grocery store. I saw them at my garden center. And then I saw them by the train. Wait, that's wild that it's three different places. That makes you feel like you're not safe. Uh, well, so it's not that I don't feel safe because like socially safe. Yes. Yeah. Not like you. not like safe, safe. Yeah. So like I uh again, I have no beef with this person whatsoever, but it terrifies me to want the, just the thought of like having to deal with that conversation. Oh man, I totally get it. Especially around the holidays, this stirs up stuff when people yeah. are going back to their hometowns. Like I will purposely go to the Starbucks further away from my house just mm. so I don't run into people I know. Absolutely. And I don't have like enemies. I just have like uncomfortable ugh, like, stuff ugh. I don't want to face. And does that make me a coward? Yeah, probably. But I own it. I own it. Yeah. I, if, I just don't want to make small talk with people from my high school. Jen, you're not a coward. You're a fucking Gryffindor, first of all. And second of all, 
I think that we're both making really good moves because here's the thing. We get to choose what drama we invite into our lives, which is not to say that that conversation would even be dramatic. But like we don't need we don't need to have that anxiety. I'm not going to seek out this guy. Man. Yeah. Don't we have enough anxiety? Right. What we're doing really is making the wise decision to remove some stresses from our lives. And I told my my partner about this. I was like, man, I've seen them every day. And he's like, wow, what a nightmare. A friend of yours from high school has same hobbies as you and lives near you. Like, that sounds terrible. And it's like, no, you don't understand. It kind of is. Like, do I need to, like, do I need to, like, not wear sweatpants when I leave the house in case, like, I run into him? Do you need, need, like, an incognito outfit? I have one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I chopped off my hair. I wear a hat and sunglasses and giant coat. I don't know what I'm going to do come spring. Maybe I'll keep wearing the coat. Yeah, you need like a yeah. Just keep wearing your <laughs> just a big keep parka. wearing the fucking yeah, coat. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, so which this is all to say that like we hope that you've been listening to this podcast and thinking that we're decently kind people. We try to be, and we still have people that we want to avoid because it'll be awkward and weird. Yeah, and it's not because I hate them or think they're toxic. It's just like oh weirdness. This person doesn't want more weirdness in her life, and I don't think you really do either. This is going to be an internal process. It's going to be you, you know, driving your car or in the shower, you know, alone being like, oh, hello, Leah. It's oh, I just it's, can't believe I ran into you in the grocery store. I just want you to know, like, I'm very sorry for the things that happened. And I feel that we are both grown adults now. Good day. You know, I said good day. That conversation will never happen. But it'll it, never. No, I wish we lived in that Hallmark world. Yeah, but having it out loud with yourself might make you feel better. I know this is cheesy, and I also know that you want us to tell you something that will make you stop feeling bad right now. We can't. Th- we can't. Man, give that if to you. we had that tool, don't you think we'd use it on ourselves every day? Every day. Oh God, there would be no need for this podcast. Jen, if we had that tool that would instantly make you feel better. Ninety percent of my life is self-soothing and aftercare. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, know? my God. Yeah. Like the other day, I was like telling myself, I need to start taking care, better care of myself. And I was as I was doing this, I was like getting in the bathtub and I had a pizza on the way and I scheduled myself a massage. And I was like, what are you talking about? That's all you do is take care of yourself. <laughs> oh, my God, Jen. Seriously. So I uh, recently purchased Baby's first electric guitar. Yes, you're a rock star. It's been a lot of fun. I know four power chords. That's awesome. By heart. Look at this. This is E. What are you going to name it? Well, I'm going to name my guitar. So I've been having problems with this because so usually when I get some kind of like object uh, and it feels like a weapon, a guitar kind of feels like a weapon. Oh, sometimes. my God. Yeah. It's like in the video game or in the in the storybook where you get your where you get your item. Oh, my God. Uh, Jen, item yes. acquired. Yes. I love that feeling. I felt like I leveled up when I held that guitar yeah. for the first time. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So I usually name my weaponry like I have a knife named Winona and I have my replica pulse pistol from Farscape yep. is named Winona after John Crichton's pulse pistol Winona. So my brain immediately went to Winona. So but I don't want to keep naming shit Winona, you know. It's definitely a girl. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Powerful uh, girl energy. Girl yeah. Girl rock star energy. I think she's going to be like Deborah or something. Oh, nice. Or like Artemnesia. Oh. You know? Uh, I'm going to keep thinking about it. If you want to, uh, you know, email us guitar, I, names yeah. for my guitar, names for our book, or questions, you can... Yeah, na- <laughs> yeah well, let's crowdsource this. <laughs> let's crowdsource literally everything we do. Um, maybe I'll name my guitar Friendship. The weapon, because she's a weapon. Friendship is a weapon. Friendship is a weapon. It's a weapon for goodness. It is. But so I got the guitar. uh, That was my present to myself for finishing the book. Yeah. 
and also as self-care because I can't tell you how good it feels sometimes to put on my headphones uh, and plug them into my amp and just pretend I'm super loud. Oh my God, absolutely. That's been my self-care so lately. cool. You know? We wish we could give you better advice than just take care of yourself and focus on the good things in your life. But she will never be a good thing in your life. Yeah. I mean, that's where we're at, right? So it's time to focus on the stuff that is good. Yeah. Because you, you didn't say anything negative about the other people in this chat. So I think it's time to pursue friendships elsewhere with them mm-hmm. or all the other people in your life. Like now is the time to invest in the people who invest in the people that are already in your life instead of focusing on this one person that doesn't like you. Yeah. And I know because they don't like you, it feels so loud and demanding and overpowering. But like good things are quieter. You know, you got to search them out. The good things in your life always feel quieter than the bad things. You won't receive approval unanimously from everybody that you meet. It's not going to happen. Whether it's because of a mistake you made or because of the circumstances under which you met that was not even your fault. I think you need your friends right now. Yeah. I think you need your friends. And she's not one of them. So it's time to fill your house or your Twitter feed or your Discord app or whatever with people who enjoy talking with you and vice versa. Yeah. It is time. We are going to give you permission to give up. Give up. Yeah. Yeah. You The energy that you put towards this person is not worthwhile. You can absolutely reclaim that energy and use it on yourself. Can't you do yourself a favor and inject fewer bad feelings? Yes. And the Discord app is equals bad feelings? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like worrying about something is a productive task, and it's not. You thinking about this girl and, and allow, and, and when I say allowing, I mean that very loosely because I, you, everybody has very little control over their unconscious thoughts and the things that worry them. Yeah. Noodling on how you can solve this is not productive. It's as productive as me worrying about the Amazon rainforest. Okay, like I can, you know, send a hundred bucks to, uh, to a rainforest foundation and that's productive. I can do some canvassing for candidates who will protect the environment or whatever. Like there are concrete things that I can do that I know have impact that I can make. The little things that you can do that will have impact is go to therapy, you yeah. know, and, and if you can't which, or you don't want to or it's not your vibe. What you can do is have really healthy, positive relationships with your friends, which you can have because you learned from this shitty situation. Right. It will never become clear or obvious how this mistake in a friendship you made or didn't make impacted your life. But here's where you are now, and you do have the opportunity to move on. And I feel like this Discord channel is really holding you back. Man, it is so okay to be hurt by this. I just, I want to say that so many times because like I, I I don't want you to come away from this feeling like we're telling you your situation is impossible and be- it's just so normal is yeah. the thing like I I can man I can literally name 10 people from college that I left a bad impression on there are so many people who would say that bitch crazy about me oh yeah 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 <laughs> absolutely and that is everyone that is the fullness of of human life that is why I'm, I'm I want to say that is why every fave is problematic, but some people are genuinely problematic. Yeah, true that. But like everybody has treated somebody shitty in their time. Yeah, yeah. We should act as a reminder for that too. Like just so you know, everyone is capable of being toxic in a friendship. Everyone is capable of acting badly and hurting people and harming people. And it's actually inevitable in life. Yeah. You will do these things. And in this case, it sounds like you have. It sounds like you've grown. Yeah. You have new people, new interests. Like based on this Discord and Patreon and musician friend, you already, in this question alone, mentioned three people 
that sound like they enjoy your company. Man, you already have so much evidence that you suck way less. Yeah. Like you won. Yeah. You won. Yeah, you kind of won the breakup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a wonderful favor that this person blocked you. Yeah. Can we just, uh, just in your mind, explore that possibility for a while? Maybe it's like a great gift and it just doesn't feel like it. But maybe it's a beautiful gift in your life that you don't have to interact with this person anymore. Man, I feel like I don't have any more advice because it is so much like it. This this problem is inside the head of these two people. Yeah. And there's no constructive way to bridge that gap. Yeah, totally. Because there's no construction co- construction. There's no <laughs> constructive conversation to have. And it may there may come a time where you do end up having the opportunity to have a conversation with this person. They know how to reach you. They know what your Discord is, and we know that because they blocked you. Right, <laughs> so, right, right. So when they want to talk, they they know where to go. And when, and if and when they do, reach back out to us because we'll help you with that conversation. Yeah, yeah, we can help with that. So if this person appears in some other of your channels or whatever, because it sounds like it's a, it's a small community of people you're dealing with based on this Patreon and stuff. Yeah. Allow people to leave you. Allow this person to continue to block you or whatever. And even though it feels like a fresh hurt, remember that it's not. It's a decision that was actually put in place a long time ago when you were, as you said, a different person. Basically, continue to give this person the distance that they're clearly asking for and continue to invest in the other people around you that do want your company. The only thing we're asking you to change uh, and, and that we are very convinced will be a good thing is you leaving this Discord channel and continue investing in your other friendships. Continue learning from your mistakes and becoming a better person and remind yourself that you have hard evidence that you are better now and it is because you messed up before and if you really don't want to leave the discord channel give your phone to a friend and have them do it for you yeah man i do that shit all the time with my husband i'm like i don't want to send this email you just hit send oh my god oh my god jen yeah for real i today in therapy i answered two emails and a text message because i needed support of a professional oh my god yeah yeah, Trin literally pays someone to send difficult messages for her. That tells you how universal this is. Oh my god, I I will I will save difficult text messages up to a week so that I can have my therapist there with me writing them. Yeah. God, that's really smart. <laughs> that's <laughs> good. You. Yeah. Uh, oh. If only we all put that much emotional energy into our communication. Seriously. Especially our mothers. So, um, <laughs> if you don't want to give your phone to a friend, put on some Queen. Yes. And Tell yourself over and over again, this is good for me. This is good for me. I'm this awesome. This is good. I'm freaking rocking out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this has been friendshiping. This has been friendshiping. I guess it's been friendshiping now with Jen and Trin. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Do Friendship. We would love to hear names for our book, names for our guitar, everything about your life, questions about <laughs> friendship. Friendshipingpodcast at gmail.com. Please contact us. Thank you to Monica Verma for being our agent. Thank you to Lauren Gallagher for your design work. Thank you, Ian Parman, for editing. Thank you, Alex Cox, our podfather and audio daddy, for once again putting in the hard labor that is required to make this podcast work. Seriously. Thank you, Molly Lewis, for singing our theme song. You delight us every time we listen. And thank you for listening. You're welcome for talking. New friendship at the break.